0: So three days ago I asked a question on anchor, asking my listeners how, how did they decide you know, what to talk about on anchor and uh, you know, what is the process what is the thinking process like to kind of decide what to talk about? And here are some of their responses.
1: Hey, Melvin, this is Rick. And I'm calling in about what content do I create daily And what I try to do daily is photographs I choose Instagram as my primary outlet I'm always trying to better myself and my craft is a very realistic imagery uh, mixed in with some graphic design if you will of editing elements and in, into photos to my liking just making general connections with other photographers from around the world and growing and expanding in that. don't know if if there's ever going to be any monetary uh, gain from doing that. It started as a hobby and it's grown into something that I would love for it to make money with. But right now I'm just enjoying growing, meeting people and learning the craft. Thank you.
2: Morning Melvin. Hope that I think you're in Berlin now. You are really on your travels, aren't you? Berlin, fantastic place. Anyway, just uh, thanks for uh, giving me a shout out. Um, I guess, um, yeah, mine is um, mine is a mixture between my my passion of raising awareness of mental health, um, and now the justice system. Uh, around, I guess, my other personal passions of uh, running, coaching, mentoring, travel. I don't know. Whatever, whatever is my passion comes out. But I think some people use it for uh, to promote uh, business. Some people like me and their passions. You've got Gary over at Motorspit discussing his passion of motorsport. Um, yeah, all different reasons, and that's probably what makes it um, quite a good place. And you can dial in and listen to people who maybe you wouldn't normally listen to.
3: Hey, Melvin, I heard you through Simon says about. Um asking about deciding what content to make or what to talk about on your anchor podcast. And, um, for me, I, I kind of think about topics all the time. I think about what I know and what I'm comfortable with. And I really try to kind of stay in my lane. I sort of talk about what I'm comfortable with, um, sometimes stretching out to other areas. So for me, I talk about social media marketing, creative design, um, and then sort of life lessons that I've learned about. And sometimes that involves mental health. Um, and some aspects of pop culture, things like that. I used to work in the film industry, so there's that stuff too. Um, So I kind of just pull from what I know. I think about these topics all the time, and then when it comes to, when it's time to do the podcast, I sort of just think of what has resonated with me, and I kind of work quickly, so I think of, I sort of think of things on the spot and just kind of do it that way. That's my approach, at least.
0: So there you go. We have responses from... Rick Nelson, um, photographer, Uh, Simon Says, um, talking about mental health, and of course, Christian. And now, let's listen to another of our listeners. Um, uh, It's called Motor Speed, and he shares a strategy where if you're considering what to talk about, this could be something that would help you decide what to talk about. Here you go. What's up,
4: Melvin? It's Gary from MotorSpit. I heard you on Simon Says discussing how to choose exactly what topic you're going to talk about on your podcast. My station is all about motorsport because I'm a racing driver. It's what I'm passionate about. I didn't have to spend more than 0.2 seconds thinking about what I was going to talk about on Anchor. I just chose something that was natural to me. I hardly ever plan any of my segments. I might get an idea during the day about something I'm gonna say later, but most of the time I just shoot from the hip. It's my authentic truth, it's my reality, it's what I'm passionate about. So if you're looking for something for you to talk about, I would suggest you try and search around inside yourself, find what it is that you care about, that you can talk about without having to devote energy to. Think about something, if you could do it all day, what would you do, and talk about that. That's my advice. Hope you find it helpful and good luck with your podcast.
0: Well, starting to today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to include a segment on inspiration. And this aspect of inspiration, it's not just about talking about anything inspirational, but it's going to focus on the mindset bit. You see, um, I'm right here in Berlin. And of course, when you're in Berlin, one of the things that you have to see is the iconic, to me, iconic Berlin Wall. Now, the Berlin Wall isn't just a physical wall to divide the East and West Berlin. You know, it was built in 1961 up until 1989 after the president, the U.S. president who loves jelly beans, yes, his name is Ronald Reagan. He told Mr. Gorbachev to tear down this war. So in 1989, after the peaceful revolution, the war was being torn down. And what happened was that that war wasn't just a a physical divide of East and West Berlin. It, it's, it also represents an ideological divide of what, <clears throat> what we believe in in the free world, and what you know in the Eastern Bloc, what they were thinking. So, uh, one of the things that struck me when I visited the Berlin Wall Memorial today was that, you know, over while, while it was being when it was being put up, people were were trying to escape, and people were, you know, had still dealing with the the. The fact that they are now going to be divided because literally you have family that kind of live across the street, and because they are along the borderline, uh, they are separated. So they can't they can't see each other, you know, other than and standing on the lamppost and kind of waving to each other. So, so the. It wasn't just a physical divide; it was also an ideological divide. But the the sad thing is that over time, we as human become acclimatized to that situation, and people become accustomed to it, and life begin normal. I mean, they kind of build their life around uh, around it, and kind of live it, live with it. That you know, yeah, the war is going to be there, and it's going to be there. So what, what happened was that while the, while the wall was there, over time, you know, it kind of disappeared because people kind of forgot about it and people just treat that it's a boundary. And when I saw that, I, I knew instinctively that there was this aspect about, you know, the walls are just not physical walls, but we also know of walls in our mind. And sometimes that wall in our mind is a psychological wall because it kind of forms that constraint, or that, or that, you know, it just it just stops us from doing certain things. And and what happened is when when we have when we build walls in our mind, essentially we are kind of, you know, holding ourselves back. So the question that I have when I was looking at it was that what are the walls that I've built in my mind because. If you're not even aware of those walls in the first place, how are you going to tear them down? So, for example, I have, I I've built up walls on my head in my head about how I should leverage, you know, uh, social media and technology to kind of become a media company of one. I have I've built that wall in my head. Why? Because when I was growing up. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a child of 1970. So when I was growing up, you know, 99% of us grow up consuming content rather than creating content. And those days, if you want to write a book, if you want to publish a book, you know, unless you got a, a you lend a deal with a publisher, otherwise you can forget about publishing a book because it's just going to be very very expensive endeavor and and it's just impossible for you to even have that distribution but now with the internet now with amazon and now with all this thing that we have anyone could literally you know put together um, several chapters put it into a book make it into an ebook and have it distributed all over the world through any of those channels that we can think of so now with the availability of the, tech, of the technology and knowing that, with technology being accessible to anyone, because now literally anyone who can afford to, to have a cell phone and an Internet connection can be creating things that, you know, 10, 20 years ago was just unimaginable. Now, the problem with many of us is that we have that mental barrier. We have that mental barrier that it's not possible, that no one's going to pay attention to us, and that you know no one's going to read it, or no one's going to listen to it, or no one's going to watch it. Of course, that is true to a certain extent, provided you know who your audience are, you're able to inject your personal personality and a personal brand into it and you're able to create content that add value to people, unless you're able to do that, you know, sure, getting people to pay attention to you would still be difficult. That said, it is now in your hand, it is within your control, it is absolutely within your power to do whatever you want or need in order to get your message out so in the past it wasn't just you know restricted it was it wasn't just restricted to your ability you must be known or you must sign a deal with one of this you know seemingly huge organization and once you have that it's like you're made but now anyone anyone who is able to understand the audience to inject their personal brand and create compelling content would be able to reach out to people with what they what they have to say, you know, which is what like many of my listeners and many of them that's what they have been doing. People like Simon Says, people like Model Speed, you know, people like Rick Nelson, all these people. They are just average guys, I believe. Sorry if you're not, but I'm you know, we're just average people, and we have we all have a message, and we all are leveraging technology to kind of put this out there. So, one other thing that uh, the other thing was that I am part of this Facebook group, um, uh, of people in Singapore, and as you know, um. In, in in a way um, in Asia and particularly in Singapore, uh, we are kind of like one generation behind in terms of embracing technology compared to say the U.S. So until you know it, it can be easily a, a good two three four five years later after the 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 platform has been embraced in the U.S. Only then it get you know be Be embraced and be leveraged by the people in Singapore, for example. So I always see that there is a there is a lag period. So, for example, affiliate marketing was really, really popular many years ago, and and it 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 has been it you know it took a while before it kind of caught on in Singapore. So my point is, I was part of this um, uh, internet marketers um, Facebook group. And one of the key thing that I saw was that a lot a lot a lot of people who are part of that group um, they are not the so-called the 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 leaders or the people who are teaching the people who are following people like me for example and I see many of them are actually struggling with it not because they have not the talent, not because they do not have access to the technology, but it's because of mindset. So there are things like you know you have people saying that I I'm out of job and I cannot afford it. Um, I need someone to help me, um, or you have people saying that you know why can't why can't you promise me an outcome, why can't you you guarantee your results in whatever you're offering? For example, a lot of time, many of these things are not because they do not have the skills, but they have a set of limiting belief or they have a different kind of mindset that is limiting them. And so what I want to do is I want to be sharing daily segments about mindset shift. I want to put that out. Change the plan, not the goal. You see, some of us set, set out with a goal in mind, and then along the way, we try and work towards the goal. But oftentimes, our strategies kind of fail. And when we fail, we thought that, oh, the goal is too high, the goal is unachievable, the goal is unreachable. And so what do we do? We bring the goal downwards. We bring the goal to a level that we think that we might be able to achieve it because now it's an easier goal. But that is not what people should do. That is not what successful people would do. What successful people would do and what people with that level of conviction would do is that they will keep the goal there and they will change the plan. Because if strategy one doesn't work, you go on strategy two. If two doesn't work, you go on three, so on and so forth. So you change the plan, not the goal. So I have a question for you, my listeners. I'd like to know where exactly are you from? I mean, tell me not just your country, but which city are you from? Or if you're in the US, which state and uh, which, 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 Which city are you from? All right, so I want to know where you are from now I'll start with myself first. I am formerly I'm originally from Singapore. I'm from Singapore But in the last one year, uh, my family and I have been traveling so we spent like more than three months in uh, uh, in Europe from September 2016 we spent some time in Vienna and then after that we went to Budapest we went to Prague we went to Munich uh, Zurich, Salzburg, Innsbruck, um, Helsinki, Rovaniemi. Before we kind of moved to the states for six months, and uh, we started off on the west coast at, um, in California, Redwood City, and then we go all the way to to Arizona, to Albuquerque, to um, to Texas, to Fort Worth, um, El Paso, and then we travel down to Georgia. You know, so all, all in all, we we have been to I think fourteen states, um, and finally we flew off from New Jersey, and then after that we came back to London. And London after from after staying a week in London, we went off to to Poznan, Poland, and we went to Wostrow, we went to uh, Krakow, uh, and now we are on the last city of our four. Cities uh, road trip. We just we just went through uh, Oslo Stockholm Copenhagen and now we're in Berlin. So after this we're going back to Poznan, and then we have two more uh, Cities in uh, Poland to complete before we go back to London and then back to Singapore So I'd like to know where exactly are you are you from? Um, let me know because I, I mean, I love traveling and my family love traveling and we've seen so many magnificent places. We're just so thankful and so grateful for what we've seen and also along the way, the people that we have met, some really, really wonderful Airbnb hosts that we have met and as well as people that we kind of meet um, out there. So I just want to know where you're from. Um, Leave me a comment or give me a call in if you'd like. Um and I'll love to hear from you. Alright, this is Melvin signing off from Berlin. Bye bye. Hey Simon says, how are you doing in the in the in the great United Kingdom? How are you doing my friend? Um I just wanna I just wanna say I just want to leave you a shout out to say that I truly appreciate you um listening in, commenting, engaging with my content. Um, and I want to I w- I give you that exposure to my listeners as well because I think um, you know, what you are talking about, what your pet topic is, it's really something very important and that's about mental health. So Simon, uh, thank you for all you do and all the thoughts and the effort that you put in with the, what you're doing on Anchor. I truly appreciate that and go forth.